The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, today marks day five since Hamas forces attacked a music festival and then went further into Israel, killing over 1,200 Israelis and injuring 1,700 more, and then more than 100 hostages taken back into the Gaza Strip. As a result, Israel declared war against Hamas and has begun a deadly bombing campaign in response. To get a better understanding of the region in which the conflict is taking place, we're joined by Dr. Ray Murphy, Professor of the Irish Centre for Human Rights at the University of Galway, Ray, good morning. Uh, Good morning, Pat. Now, your perspective on all of this began when you were a serving soldier. Yes, uh, Pat. I served with the Irish Irish forces in Unifil in 1981 and 82, and again in 1989 in my previous career in the army. And what was your approach to uh, peacekeeping at that time? What was your perspective on either side? Yeah, I'll be honest. At the time, Pat, I, I went out uh, to to do the job as a UN peacekeeper to try to be impartial, uh, fair, and uh, carry out the mandate as given to us by the uh, United Nations. And at the time, uh, I was prob- I was more sympathetic to the situation of Israel, surrounded by hostile countries at the time. Uh, but my experience in South Lebanon uh, gave me a different perspective on the situation in the Middle East. And I had to reassess my own sense of right and wrong and uh, uh, the situation for everybody in that region. Now, the current conflict, which began on Saturday morning with uh, the breaching of the border wall between Gaza and Israel and the massacre of uh, 260, I think it is, uh, people at a music festival. I mean, there was an inevitable response going to come from Israel, wasn't there? Yes. I mean, the one thing that was going to be predictable is that Israel would hit back hard if it was attacked and has always done so. It's part of its deterrent policy, uh, which obviously failed in this instance. And in fact, that was the first thing that the Prime Minister Netanyahu came on television to his own to his own nation and to the world that to talk about uh, retribution and rivers of blood and how Hamas and uh, Gaza would be levelled. And unfortunately for the poor Israelis that were caught in the middle of the hostage situation and being killed at the time, that was of little value. And um, uh, that's probably, I mean, apart from the, the security failure of the attack itself and the intelligence failure, one of the hardest things for Israelis to accept now is the fact that its own military and police failed to protect them. And people were screaming for assistance. They were even onto radio and television stations crying out for help, and nobody came to help them. Now, I don't know how you weigh up the moral equivalence of what happened. You have uh, babies killed in front of their parents. You've got uh, indiscriminate shooting of young people at a music festival. Uh, No respect whatsoever for their civilian status. This is uh, by Hamas. Um, Hamas, on the other hand, lost a huge number of their fighting uh, men at the hands of the Israelis before Israel finally secured its uh, borders. And then the response by Israel. When people say, you know, Israel shouldn't be doing what they're doing now, what should they have done in response to a, a, a truly horrible atrocity by Hamas? Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's, no simple, there's no simple answer to that. I mean, part of, you know, you, you have to understand what has happened in context. I absolutely condemn 
everything that Hamas has done. They, they are an extremist organization. Uh, and it's appalling. And the, 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 the more we learn about what has happened, uh, the more appalling that scenario becomes. However, um, a large amount of responsibility rests with the current Israeli government, which with Prime Minister Netanyahu has taken in some of the most extreme elements from the Israeli uh, political um, arena. I mean, even I was listening uh, to Channel 4 News uh, the other night, and I was surprised to hear the terminology from a former Israeli Prime Minister, uh, Olmert, who described actually the partners in government with Netanyahu as terrorists. You know, the Netanyahu he referred to them. Was, he referred to them, I think, as messianic in uh, their uh, right-wing outlook. Yes, I, I saw the yes, interview with the Ehud Olmert, well. and and the blame is uh, firmly being placed on Netanyahu. His ex- expansion of, for example, the settlements, taking even more of Palestinian land, uh, has caused a massive ratcheting up of resentment about the activities of Israel. But getting back to what they might have done differently, because. When you see, again, watching Channel 4 News last night, the imagery from inside Gaza of uh, children and ordinary people being um, targeted deliberately or otherwise by the Israelis, uh, no sign of the young fighting men being targeted. Um, What was Israel to do? Well, Israel has neglected seeking a just and lasting peace with the Palestinians for a long time. The Netanyahu strategy was to create a peaceful neighborhood with other Arab states, but failed to take into account addressing the grievances of the Palestinians in their immediate neighborhood. So, um, and Hamas have been planning this, they must be planning this for at least two years, because actually the situation in Gaza was relatively quiet. On a number of occasions, Hamas did not respond at times when I thought it would have. But it was actually creating uh, a false sense of security for the Israeli political, um, for the Israeli government and indeed for the Israeli military. And um, you need to address the root causes of the grievances that the Palestinians have confronted for decades. And until there is a realistic uh, um, effort made to formulate some agreed peace, peace agreement, which takes into account the rights of Israelis and the rights of Palestinians and gives due regard to the human rights and other, um, other aspects of... of I'm, not, I'm, not of hearing any, I'm not hearing any practical solution from you, Ray, because who do you talk to? Hamas is the uh, elected government in Gaza, as distinct from Fatah in the West Bank. So who do you talk to? The people that have ordered the slaughter of your own citizens... Uh, indiscriminately, not not armed people, but innocent people, families, the kidnapping of your your citizens, and indeed some international uh, uh, people as well from the United States and elsewhere. Um, who do you talk to? Okay, that is okay. That's a fair question. You make a fair point, but there 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 is another government in the West Bank led by the Palestinian Authority, and unfortunately, they don't. Their writ does not run in Gaza. Oh, it doesn't. But part of the reason for that is because of the way they've been sidelined for a long time, not just this, this Israeli government, but actually previous Israeli governments. So um, there isn't, I mean, uh, the failure of the Palestinian leadership is on the Palestinians. 
But it is also on the Israeli government and their policy in relation to the Palestinian leadership and their undermining of the Palestinian leadership. What do you make of of the cynicism of Hamas? And if you watch Channel 4 News again, you would have seen the Hamas leader speaking, I think, from Lebanon uh, to Channel 4 News. Um, It was all whataboutery going back to 1917 and 1948 and so on, but refused to kind of take any responsibility for the inevitable response by Israel which meant the death of probably a thousand of the citizens of Gaza, and none of them probably the combatants. Yeah, I mean, I watched I watched that um, Hamas representative. I think he was speaking from Lebanon, and the uh, I mean, I understand the sense of frustration of Palestinians, but the nothing. I mean, it was quite predictable, as you say. It was predictable that the Israelis would respond in a very forceful manner, and we haven't actually seen the end of this yet. So I think perhaps Hamas, because part of this, a central strategy in this particular plan was to take hostages. That was that was a deliberate and planned strategy by Hamas, and I think they hoped that that might act as some kind of restraint and force the Israelis to the negotiation table for an exchange of prisoners, etc. But that obviously is not going to happen. Many of the the, the critics of Hamas on the Israeli side will say, listen, you know, they took over in 2007. They had the opportunity to build up their economy. Um, Whatever help they got, instead of using it to better their people, they dug tunnels and they built rockets. That there was another way and they were not interested in the other way. Yeah, I mean, Hamas have been are an extremist organization. Uh, they are not interested in negotiating with uh, the current, with, with the, any Israeli government. Um, but to, to say that the situation and the plight of Palestinians is uh, a consequence of uh, Hamas and its poor governance, I don't think is actually fair. I think Hamas and their power has emerged from decades of deprivation and persecution of Palestinians. Now, that is not to justify what has happened. What has happened is on a shocking scale, uh, and nobody in their right minds could ever defend uh, what has occurred over the last couple to of days. To what extent and does the international community, Ray, have a, a, a responsibility here? I mean, there have been, uh, obviously, with uh, President Clinton and uh, the talks at Camp David and uh, Yasser Arafat, there's, you know, before that there was a rumour that a gun was put to his head by Hamas, don't sign this or you're a dead man. There's a lot of history there in terms of attempts to sort out the Middle East problem, but not in recent times. And uh, it's it's hard to see where any international initiative is going to come from. No, it's true. Um, and, you know, when Clinton did actually initiate those particular efforts at Camp David many years ago, most Israelis now would say it was just the wrong time. Um, but, I mean, the Oslo Accords, which was a major, apparently it was a potential major breakthrough, actually, uh, and, and set down certain expectations for all of the parties, but especially to the Palestinians. They didn't del- it, the Oslo Accords did not deliver what was expected. And as a consequence, we've been living with the aftermath of that for the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the international community, the European Union in particular, 
does bear a significant responsibility. And unfortunately, within the European Union, as you've seen over the last number of days, it's very hard to find a unified uh, response to the current situation and indeed to, to peace efforts over the last 10 or 20 mm. years. Ray, thank you very much for joining us. Dr. Ray Murphy is Professor at the Irish Centre for Human Rights at the University of... The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.